Welcome back to Yinzer's Talking Sports. My name is Brandon from Stormy Baltimore. This is my co-host Jeff from sunny, hot Tampa. Right? Ninety-eight degrees. Awesome. Uh, something else in South Florida: the Pirates. They were there over the weekend. Four games in Miami. They did end the ten-game losing streak uh, Friday night, but started another one Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to talk about the Pirates too much today. Um, well, okay, hold on, hold on. One of those came in extra innings, you know. They they did pretty well. The pitcher came out. He did what he was supposed to do. We just, I don't know, back so, to the offense again. That's the problem uh, for the last two months. There, are, there were positives. The starting pitching was good um, all four games. Um, but, you know, you go into the extra inning game, the one they lost, the 11 innings. They sent um, Bednar out for two innings. As you know, the ghost runner starts on second. Nobody out. End of the day, the Pirates couldn't get the guy home. They couldn't advance him, um, and Marlins did. There you go. Lost. End the game. Yeah, I mean, they came back uh, Friday and Saturday night in the ninth inning to tie the game to get in position to win. One, one, lost one. So it goes. But they start tonight with San Diego. And the other positive, they're still only five and a half out in the uh, Central. So that's more testament to how bad the division has been than anything else. But they're still around. So see what happens. So, what, so what's going on with the draft? You were telling me something about the draft. Yes. Uh, so there are a lot of Pirates fans upset with the uh well, the presumed number one overall pick, Dylan Cruz, out of LSU, who just won the national championship last night in the College World Series. Uh, congratulations to them. But they're saying Dylan Cruz won't sign with Pittsburgh if they draft him. Um, I haven't found where he actually said that or conveyed that. I know he's a Scott Boris client. Uh, what The speculation that I see is that if the Pirates draft him, he would sign for overslot. I believe the first round this year, the slot's 9.2. He could sign for up to 10. Um, and why not? I mean, he's, they're consider him maybe the best player in college uh, baseball this year, uh, best player available in the draft. Um, I don't – These generational talent gets thrown around a lot. I don't know. I mean, people talk Bryce Harper, stuff like that. But I don't think they said he won't sign. Well, I tell you what, Bryce Harper's a good person to be compared to. I mean, did he win the home run derby once or twice? I mean, Harper's very good. He's had, uh, if he, if it's possible that he had an underrated career, maybe because of the expectations, and the Nationals won the World Series the year after he left for Philly. But, um, but the okay, so the other guy, uh, Paul Skeens, his teammate at LSU, the pitcher. Yeah. He's been compared to Strasburg, um, another national draft pick. Uh, not forget the injury stuff. I mean, coming out of college, uh, when Strasburg came out of San Diego State, uh, Skeens throws, you know, 102, 103. He's pretty impressive. Um, so the Pirates would be fine with either one of those. At the end of the day, Cruz seems to be the guy that's going to cost more. And I also believe that Paul Skeens um, is represented by the same group that represented Henry Davis in 2021. So uh, okay. maybe the more likely pick, but I don't think it has to do with Cruz refusing to sign. 
Um, mm. From his, that doesn't make any sense for him. I mean, your first overall, you're only going to get a little bit more. Risk it to come back next year. Eh, I don't know. Well, we're going to find out. I mean, if we could sign him, that would be wonderful. I mean, I don't, I don't see him being a, a miss. Yeah, that's the thing. The the issue, I guess, from Pittsburgh's standpoint, is according to the ESPN Plus article, um, you know, they've been working since February to, and I think they put it non Dylan Cruz options. Um, there's some other pitchers that play and players, but um, with the the risk for the Pirates is if they draft him and he doesn't sign, they would get the number two pick next year. Um, as compensation, but next year's draft is considerably weaker than this year's. Um, the pundits would say the experts. So they really want to get one of these kids this year, either him or Skeens. I think the only other option for them is drafted somebody that would sign under slot, which would allow them more in their pool to draft maybe a first round talent later in the draft. It's on the fence about going to college, which they've done in the past as well. So. But the draft, I believe, was July 1st coming up. So, yeah, it's coming up. So, we'll find out soon. Well, on to other news. I just saw where the Steelers have the second lowest amount of losses in the last 20 years. I mean, only second in New England, of course. I mean, Tom Brady just just didn't lose. So, you know. Well, we came in a well, I wouldn't even say it's a close second. Well, we came in second, which is something to rejoice about. Second. So over the, yeah, over the last 20 years, we had 122 losses, which, like I said, is second in the NFL, which is quite a, quite a feat. I mean, the Patriots had 92. We had 122. And then the lowest team, I bet you everyone can guess out there. Say it. Cleveland. You know, because if it's brown, we flush it down. But Cleveland had 222 losses in 20 years, and they had probably as many coaches over that same span. Yeah. Um, what, what, what can you say about <laughs> Cleveland? It hasn't been said. Um, you know, uh, every... They every now and then you think they're getting it together. I mean, Miles Garrett was a good draft pick. Didn't try to murder Mason Rudolph. Um, <laughs> you know, Baker Mayfield took him to the playoffs, blew out the Steelers. One of the more embarrassing games we've ever seen. Yes. And two years later, they got the Predator in Deshaun Watson. Baker Mayfield. Where I think he's your neighbor now in Tampa, right? So he is. Uh, yeah, I mean. But I, I'm he's training really. like a demon down here. They said he's training like he's, you know, on his fourth team, and he almost is. I I don't think Baker Mayfield sucks. I mean, he could be an average quarterback. Um, he's not Josh Rosen or, you know, somebody like that. Um, if he's in the right um, system. I thought the Steelers should have went after him. I'll be quite frank. I thought Baker Mayfield would do very well in in our system. We don't ask a whole lot of our quarterbacks. We run a lot of set plays. I mean, 
to our detriment. We weren't a lot of set players. And I think he would have done well in our organization. But, you know. Well, it was him and Trubisky. There might have been a third guy they were looking at. I think the issue with Mayfield for me was how healthy was he going to be? Because he was saying he had, what, the torn labrum his last year in Cleveland, which affected him. Um, and we saw what Ben was doing with, like, a half the arm. So, um, Well, he was a statue, and then he couldn't throw. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, for the last time for Ben, if it was more than 20 yards, it was... It just wasn't happening. Yeah. True. So that was interesting. I read that. And then I read something coming out of the out of Baltimore. Apparently John Harbaugh said that he's got the he believes he has the best receiving corp in Ravens history. And well. and then the article goes on to say we're setting the bar really low. Because, you know, they really haven't had them. I think they've had two 4,000-yard years since the inception of the Ravens. Well, you know, and the thing, I'm trying to think of receiving groups that they've had. Um, he might be right on paper if they're healthy. Um, like, I think they got five former first-round picks now on the roster, wide receiver. That's crazy to even think about. Um, of course, they got Odell, who hasn't played in two years. Okay, the last group was Torrey Smith, Steve Smith Jr., and Jacoby Jones. Okay. And I think one of them only caught 14 passes. Right, Jones. I'm sorry. I take that back. I gave him too many. Jones only caught Nine passes in 2014. All season, nine passes. Was that the year that Tomlin stepped onto the field on a on a kickoff return? Yeah, it might have been. But I think when that Jacoby Jones was the return, didn't the Steelers sign him or try to sign him for a minute? No, we signed him. Yeah, yeah. I, did, I don't even know if he played. <laughs> I... I, don't think, I think he did. I think he did play once or twice, but that was about it. And, you know, he was at the tail end of his, his career, so. But, uh, but right now, well, right now, Harbaugh's got five, count them, five number one draft picks for wide receivers. Yeah. Well, okay, I'm trying to think back. They had Steve Smith, Torrey Smith, um... Todd Heap's been good. They had way back Michael Jackson. He <laughs> he. Um, yeah, that was in '96. But I can't think in my head if any of them played together. Who well, they could have had Anquan Bolden. Yeah, he was there with Tory Smith, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, then there's of course Steve Smith. I can't remember any of the receivers when they won the the Super Bowl with Dilfer. Um. Okay, was, so was, they've only had two seasons of ten plus touchdowns. One's being by Smith, one's being by Mark Andrews, and one was by Michael Jackson back in nineteen ninety six. I just like saying Michael Jackson back in nineteen ninety six. Ninety six was a big year for Michael Jackson. So I tell you what. 
Good oh. luck. Because it might be, you know, I think uh, I think Odell Beckham Jr. is going to have maybe 25 balls for 300 yards. I mean, I'm probably being mean, but for 350 yards, I just don't see Lamar airing it out. Um, well, he's got more talent than he's had. So, I mean, Mark Andrews is a pro bowler, all pro, um, which I think we're talking off fair. The one Raven I wouldn't mind having in Pittsburgh is probably Mark Andrews. I take him in a heartbeat, hands down. Zay Flowers, um, first round pick out of Boston College, hearing good things about him. Brennan Nelson Aguilar. He's been all over the last few years. What, Philly, Oakland, uh, I think New England. They got Rashad Bateman. Bateman's last year, first-round pick. He's been hurt. Um, I forget who the fifth one is. But nonetheless, I mean, oh, yeah, and Isaiah Likely, shout-out to Coastal Carolina, the uh, second tight end. Um, He's good. So they got two tight end options that are pretty good. Well, Mark Andrews and I – um, Isaiah Likely, running back J.K. Dobbins. They have weapons. Um, health is their main issue if they can stay healthy. And um, I, I I believe it's designed so Lamar doesn't have to run as much. But that's his game, so we'll see if he adjusts to that. The new offensive coordinator, uh, Munson from Georgia. So they'll be fun to watch, see what happens. I don't know. He reminds me a lot of Cordell a little bit. I feel like he's got happy feet. He sees his first or second read and then he's gone. Yeah. So. He likes to run. But one thing I would say when you, the Cordell Stewart, Cowher tried to make Cordell a pocket passer. And the Ravens are letting Lamar play. And I think if, if we had done that with Cordell, maybe even kept him as slash a little more often. He would have had a um, a better career for Pittsburgh. Yeah, we didn't really play to his strengths. We kind of right. imposed what we wanted on him, and you know, kind of. I feel like they hampered him a little bit. Yeah, I, I think it did. And that, that's one thing they do in Baltimore, Lamar. I think they don't, especially the way the last two seasons ended for him in particular, uh, on on the sideline injured. I think they definitely want him to throw it more because they say he can. But we haven't really um, seen it consistently. We got to see it late in the year when it matters. So we'll see. Well, it looks like one month from today is the start of training camp at St. Vincent College. Yep. And I, I tell you what, if you've never been, you should go. Yeah, that is such a great little place. and It's in Latrobe, Pennsylvania. And uh, it's a neat little town. Yeah, it's beautiful up there, man. And you get to meet quite a few Steelers. They really come out. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. So my other question for you, Brandon, is this. Roderick Jones. We've heard a lot about him. We've also heard a lot about Dan Moore Jr. Who's your week one starter? I think it's Jones. Um, is he play I mean, that? I think it's got to be Jones, but... They say Dan Morris, like, literally looks like a transformed player. He's fighting for his life. Well, and that's great because you won competition. And I think um, if you're a professional athlete, especially football, where 
Uh, the kids come in and play right away, unlike baseball where you spend three, four years in the minors. Football, you're drafted, you know, you show up and compete. And if you're sitting there and your team spends a first, not only spends a first-round draft pick, trades up to get that first-round draft pick. Yeah. For your position, you're going to hit the gym a little harder, a little more focused, um, and you're going to take it as a challenge, you know. So that's good for him. But at the same time, I don't think that you trade up for a position that important. To have him sit on the sideline. At least not with the intention of starting. Okay, I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. I liked Dan Moore. I thought he did pretty well. He really seemed to pull it together towards the second half of the season, but felt like the whole line pulled it together second half of the season. They got better. And and it, they needed that time to gel. I mean, you can't really gel. I mean, you can gel in training camp and all that, but it was a lot of baptism by fire. And uh, they really seemed to come together yeah. late in the season. So, And I feel like, if I'm being honest, I think Dan Moore's got a little bit more versatility in him. So they might be able to move him around a little bit better. Yeah. But I'd like to see, I don't want to see him go. That's one thing I don't want to see. I like him as a player. I want to see him stay, you know, but he may have to go to the other side. Well, I think that, um, like you said, the continuity last year, uh, I don't think they had any injuries off the top of my head. Um, so they did get to play the 17 games together, which is big. I At the end of the day, I think they're looking at, you know, Najee Harris is only getting 3.9 yards of carry in his career, which is only two years. Jalen Warren's a little more. He's a little quicker, a little shifty. Um, they have a first-round quarterback, Kenny Pickett, who grew last year. So you want to protect him, especially he did have the concussions last year. Not to uh, the extent that Tua in Miami had, but you don't want your quarterback getting his brains beat in every week. So whereas they... You know, they did stay together and they got better. I think the Steelers went into the offseason to improve them. And I think they did. They uh, get from uh, Philadelphia. I'm not going to try and say his name right now. Uh, no. Coming in. Roderick Jones. So there's two new starters right there. So, um, I mean, they're definitely setting the offense up to take another step. Well, I did hear. I'm going to touch one thing on Harris and then we'll let you guys go. And it comes from LeVon Bell. And he actually believes that Harris is a little playing a little heavy. And he thinks Harris should go down maybe 20, 25 pounds. And he'll be a little bit more quicker and maybe add to his average. I don't know. He said that he did it after the first or second year. He actually went down in weight. And I do kind of remember he was a little bit better yeah. long term. So maybe he is right. I mean, I'm not taking, I don't know. I have I have mixed feelings with LeVon Bell. But, I mean, if he thinks he might be a little heavy, it might be worth, you know, looking into. He wasn't a bad back in Pittsburgh. No, he, he was good. And I think um, with Najee, when they drafted him, um, see, I thought more of a comparison to Derrick Henry, the way Derrick Henry plays, except, Najee Harris was supposed to be a little more um, useful to pass catcher out of the backfield, I believe. But, um, I, you know, he could drop a couple pounds, I think, and get quicker. I don't 
he's ideally a three down back, but with the way Jalen Warren played last year, um, you know, he's going to be taking carries, which is good. The modern NFL is a typically a two back system. Yeah. It's a good problem to have. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if, if they, you know, keep getting better, I mean, obviously you want a little more out of Najee. But like I said, the line's better this year, so I think this is going to be a crucial year for him. Well, thanks for watching today. This is Jeff. I'm Brandon. Take care. And we'll see you next time. And please, whenever you watch us, leave us some feedback. We're looking for that right now. Yeah. Okay, have a good one. All right. Bye. Bye.